Good morning and welcome to Hochma and Coffee for today, September 8th. I hope you are excited for the day, ready to see what God's going to do. We're continuing our journey through the book of Matthew. We're in Matthew 21 and this is an interesting one. We're going to be reading through verses 4 through, uh, I guess, verses 4 through 11. And there's a word here that we don't use very much and its meaning is interesting and I hope it brings us into their mindset the thing that we always want to do when we're reading the Bible is jump into the author's mindset and the audience's mindset we don't want to read the Bible as if it was written in 2020 we want to jump into their mindset what were they going through what were they expecting and how did what happened differ from what they were expecting and I think we're going to see something in this passage that will help us a whole lot and open our eyes to something Let's look in verse number four. It says, All this was done that it might be fulfilled that w- fulfilled which was spoken by the prophet, saying, Tell ye the daughter of Zion, Behold thy, now look at this next word, thy king cometh unto thee, meek and sitting upon an ass, and a colt the foal of an ass. And the disciples went and did as Jesus commanded them and brought the ass and the colt and put on them their clothes and set, and they set him thereon. And a very great multitude spread their garments in the way. Others cut down branches from, from the trees and strewed them in the way. And the multitudes that went before that followed cried, saying, listen to this word, Hosanna to the son of David. Blessed is he that cometh in the name of the Lord. Hosanna in the highest. And when he was coming to Jerusalem, all the city was moved, saying, Who is this? And the multitude said, This is Jesus, the prophet of Nazareth of Galilee. Now, as you're coming into this, you have to put yourself into the Jewish mindset. They were expecting the Messiah, the Christ, to be a king who would come in and set up this this reign, right? He would free them from tyranny. He would set up a kingdom. He would put them on top, basically. And so now Jesus is coming in, and he's riding into Jerusalem. And it's just setting off a lot of cues in their minds. They're all saying, this must be the king. He's coming in just like the prophet said. And so what they begin to cry is, Hosanna. And I looked at this word, and it's the Hebrew word. It's for save us now. Save us now. It's not just save us, it's save us now. And so they're crying out as Jesus is riding through Jerusalem, save us now. Uh, son of David, save us now. Save us now over and over again. I, I, I can't even imagine that picture as the king of kings is riding in. They're just crying out, save us now. Save us now. Save us now. And Jesus is riding into Jerusalem, knowing that in a few days he will die to save them. But they don't get it. They think that he's come to set up this amazing kingdom right now. Save us now from Roman tyranny. Save us now from oppression. And yet Jesus came to save them from their sins. And it's amazing how I can find in my own life, and maybe you can in yours, sometimes we, we want to use Jesus for things other than what he's really for. We want to like, okay, God, save us now from you know financial hardship. Save us now from health problems. Save us now from, from uh, awkward situations at work. Save us now. Save us now. And we get disgruntled and we get discontented when he doesn't do what we think he should do, much like the people here who in just a few chapters will be turning on him. 
But friends, we would be remiss if we forget, if we miss what he actually came for. He didn't came to give us a bunch of money. He didn't come to solve all of our health problems. He didn't come to make sure we have smooth sailing at work. He came to save us from our sins. And he's so good at that. And so friends, I know I'm a sinner. And I know I mess up all the time. And yet I'm so thankful that God provided somebody who could save us now from our sins. And if you're listening to this and you've never listened and heard the good news that Jesus died for you, but not just died for you, he was buried and he rose again from the dead. That means he punched a hole through death. It's not a one-way trip anymore. He proved that there is something on the other side. And you, my friend, can have that free gift of eternal life if you'll but place your faith in Jesus, that he died for your sins, was buried, and yes, rose again from the dead. If you enjoy this, I I encourage you to share this with somebody today. Maybe you know somebody who's lost. I encourage you to share this with them today. May we be about the master's business, sharing the good news today on this September day in 2020. And I hope you have a great rest of your day. I'll talk to you tomorrow.